Real estate agents from around the world. Please help me welcome. He's a six foot three sophomore from Covington, Georgia, a parade first team All American rivals, five star recruit. Please put your hands together and welcome the flood insurance guru, the incomparable Mr. Chris. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Guru podcast. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be talking about what is going on in Texas and what's happening to the flood insurance options there. Before we get started today, remember, if you've got questions about flood insurance, flood education, flood zone changes, how to mitigate your property to help you minimize your flood risk, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. So let's talk about this today when it comes to flood insurance options in Texas. You know, are private flood insurance companies taking a one-way ticket out of town? And if so, why? Now, let's talk a little bit about the history of Texas over the last five years. You know, Texas has been hit probably with two of the worst disasters in U.S. history between the last two hurricanes, a recent one in 2019, and then Harvey in 2017, where massive amounts of rainfall were dumped in areas like Houston. Galveston, where widespread flooding occurred. So what exactly is this doing to the private flood insurance market? You know, we also want to talk about today two other driving factors that are sending flood insurance companies either out of town or at least limiting the options in certain areas and limiting coverages. And so what we want to talk about are flood maps and climate change. You know, when Hurricane Katrina, uh, Hurricane Harvey hit, FEMA and Houston or Harris County were still trying to agree on flood maps. So a lot of areas were classified as low risk when they really should have been high risk, but they had not come into an agreement of when the maps would be released. So a lot of these people didn't have flood insurance during Hurricane Harvey and they lost everything because of inaccurate mapping. You know, this mapping had not been updated in many years. And so they were still going through this process. Another situation where this happened as well is in Baton Rouge during their 2016 flooding, where actually many properties were moved to low-risk flood zones. And then flooding occurred about a month or so later where a lot of these people didn't have flood insurance because it was no longer mandatory. So the banks released a mandatory requirement when new flood maps came out. When the flooding happened, a lot of these people didn't have flood insurance. So you see, flood maps can really create a false sense of security that really shouldn't be there because the water is not going to knock on your door and ask if it can come in. It's just going to come in. Now let's talk about the other word, two words. And it's two words that really nobody wants to talk about. And that's climate change. I know we're not necessarily talking about global warming. What we're talking about is maybe different patterns of climate change in certain areas. For example, one area may get more rainfall now than it did five years ago because of the way that climates are changing, the way maybe storms are stronger and they do dump more rainfall as Hurricane Harvey showed us and the flooding in Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Iowa in early 2019 shown us. The flooding in Florence, Alabama, and Knoxville, Tennessee, where they got hit with repeated storms. So these are all things where climate change can play a big impact as well. So those can be two driving factors. Now, with all these factors, though, you know, it's really hard for private flood insurance companies to come up with a profitable risk model as all these things are changing now. 
new technology is helping. The way they do their own flood maps compared to FEMA is helping a little bit as well. Even the new property disclosure in Texas, where people have to disclose if their property is ever flooded, what type of flood zone it's in, the distance it is to a reservoir. You know, these are all things that are going to help private companies build a better risk model. But until they do, we're really going to continue to see limited options and really limited coverages. And one of the first things that hits that in Texas is commercial flood insurance, because those are your more high value policies. You know, it's not uncommon for to be a commercial flood policy out there for anywhere from 500000 to maybe even $3 million. So, of course, that's going to be the first type of policy that a private flood insurance company may limit because they don't want that exposure. So these are some things that are running flood insurance companies out of Texas right now. And not just Texas. you got areas like Louisiana. You've got areas of Missouri where they're really limiting options because of all that flooding that occurred on the Missouri River and the Mississippi River. And they're being very cautious. So that's what we wanted to talk about today is what's running private flood insurance companies out of Texas. So if you've got questions about flood insurance in Texas, you know, what are your options? Does your community participate in the National Flood Insurance Program? Do they not? Then please reach out to us, floodinsuranceguru.com. Go to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page where we do our daily flood education videos. You can also give us a call, 205-451-4294. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's podcast on our flood insurance companies taking a one-way ticket out of town in Texas. Thank you.